are listening to Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Oh, boy. We got a lot of exciting stuff today. That was, that was very dj of me. I liked it. It's a good post-July sound, uh, post-July 4th. Got a lot of energy. Got a lot of uh, Americana flowing through our veins right now. I do. I ate a burrito. That's very appropriate. Yeah, I, I we had a we had Baja Fresh before the show. We had the Baja Fresh. I had a very good burrito. Steve had a sketchy burrito. I had a really creepy wrap that was covered in tomato water. <laughs> yeah, you got the chicken Caesar. I got a Caesar salad in a. You know, do people want to hear about this? I think they do, Steve. I think this is very important to know. This could be a jerk tweet at any time that people want to know what we eat before and after the show. Well, it's important because if it, if it's something that's bad then it could really affect our performance during the show. And I already feel, I told you when we were at Starbucks, I feel kind of strange, and you asked me what was wrong, and I said it felt like my lungs are filling with acid. And that doesn't seem normal to me. No, that doesn't seem normal. Although the show is not brought to us by Baja Fresh, it is brought to us by Audible.com. Go to Audible.com to get your free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash comedy podcast network. You know how many titles there are steve how many titles are there scott there are over a hundred a thousand there's titles. literally hundreds of thousands yes over a hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iphone your android your kindle and your mp3 player hey do you think i could find myself a nice fantasy novel on this audible oh why not how about a nice sci-fi novel oh sure how about a cooking book a cooking book <laughs> Yeah, you can find yourself a cooking book. You know, a nice, convenient cooking book. Yeah, I think you could get the frugal gourmet telling you, like, all right, now you just take uh, that butter that you have there, and you take the butter, and you put it in. There you go. What is fr- it smells nice now, doesn't it? What a frugal way to cook. <laughs> frugal gourmet. <laughs> it might be some uh, creative license there with it. Oh, whoever's gourmet. reading the book, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go to audible.com and get a free audio book. Uh, so we have so much to talk about. There's so many things. As most of you listeners know, we are professional comedians living in Hollywood, and we don't give you the, 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 the full news. We don't give news. you the rundown. No. We shoot from the hip and give you the straight, honest, uh, lightning bolt God's truth. <laughs> yeah, the straight, honest God's truth from the hip. From the hip. Uh, so... So many big things happen. The, the the main thing that sticks in my mind that we have to talk about right off the bat, we asked our uh, people on Facebook, uh, our fellow jerks, wh- who who do we talk to about this? We asked and they assundered. Yes. Everybody had a different answer of who we talked to. On Raw, Hornswoggle was revealed as the anonymous Raw general manager. At the end of quite a mysterious journey, huh, guys? We finally made it. We know who that Raw general manager is. Yeah. It was a little leprechaun with a laptop with, or, with or really a, good it, battery life. It could have been a BlackBerry, and he could have been sending stuff to that, of that laptop. That's true as well. So, Hey, Scott, were you a little bit underwhelmed? Uh, Steve, yes, I, I was underwhelmed. Yeah, I think, uh, I think you'd think, even though they let it go, that uh, they were going to do some sort of closure in WWE. That was the thing that they chose that they were going to do closure. The sort of raw, anonymous general manager. And it had sort of become the anonymous storyline bit, frankly, right? Yeah, you thought, I thought for one, it was never going to get solved. Yeah, and you know what? I thought it was just going to be a joke they'd bring up every once in a while, just like they were. Yeah, that it, that's not going to be, it's not going to be answered. It's forever going to go on. And you're going to go, what? Are you, are you, just, <laughs> Yo, that's your exact, that's how I would respond. I'd just be like, yeah, you know, uh, just, uh, oh, it's a, it's a Divas match. Okay. Yeah, and but instead they went, hey, you know what? Here you go. Here's the answer. Yes, sir. Right before Raw 1000, <laughs> two episodes away, we'll give you this little nugget. Ooh, Raw 998. Yeah, and if they're going to look back at terrible moments in Raw's history, I wonder if that will already make the cut. I wonder if they're going to have a top 10 worst list. Uh, why not? Or a bottom 10. Ooh. Ooh well, so we asked the, the fellow jerks, uh, who should we who should we talk to about this? And uh, one of the list. answers... Quite a list. Yeah, it's quite a list. So many people had so many different people who should we talk to. So uh, one of the people that was mentioned was one of the commentators that night. Booker T. An eyewitness, if you will. An eyewitness. Calling the action as it happens. That's right. And we figured he'd be the best person to talk to because, you know, he's a, he's a commentator, but he's also could commentate on the mystery being solved. Yeah. So uh, we have him here in the lobby, and we're going to bring him in now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, here to weigh in on Hornswoggle being anonymous Raw General Manager, please welcome Booker T. Oh, that was weird. I got it through my whole intro. Yeah. Oh. Normally, Booker T interrupts me. Yeah, you'd just be like, thanks a lot, Scout. 
Hello? Uh, Booker T here? Sucka? Uh, I'm... Do-lo-lo-lo-do! Do-lo-lo-lo-do! Before I say anything, here is a handkerchief, and I want you to wipe that off of your face, Mr. Laurinaitis. This is not a time or place for blackface. Wash that off. Wash that off. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, John Laurinaitis has joined us in the studio. I don't know where Booker T is, but John Laurinaitis needs to wipe that off his face right now. That is outrageous. Uh, let me introduce myself. I am the former five-time... Five you are time? obviously John Laurinaitis. Five-time? If you don't want a handkerchief, please take one of these handy wipes that we time? have with us all. Five-time WCW champion and current WWE commentator... Booker T. Sidewalk Slam. Thank, thank you for joining us. It's good to be here. My, that hornswoggle business sure did make me want you know, to ask you some questions. You know what? I'd rather talk to John Laurinaitis about this because you're in a position of power, right? You do? Yeah. Are jo- you serious? Yes. Are you for serious? I'm for serious right now. Like, you're not joking me, right? I'm not joking. I'm not joking you. Whoa, you're in luck because it's John Laurinaitis. Can I have that wipe? Uh, can I have yes. that wipe? Oh my goodness, you've wiped away the blackface and it's obviously John Laurinaitis. Don't ever do that again. I have pulled a ruse. Uh, you've pulled a lot more than that. I... Uh, I'm sorry. Do you see my, uh, what I'm able to portray? Yeah. Here in Los Angeles, I could become an actor. Take off that wig. Uh, I assure you this is my hair. <laughs> Those are fake dreadlocks. Take them off. I could be Predator. I think, were you trying to do the clicking noise, Mr. Laurinaitis? Actually, that was really good. Oh, John, Mr. Laurinaitis. Ugly mother! Mr. Laurinaitis, how did... How now? That's from Predator! It is from Predator. I think it's from Predator 2 also. Mr. Laurinaitis, now... if I'm I understand too old for this shit! That's from Lethal Weapon 1 and through 4. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're just mixing up Danny Glover and going through Danny Glover movies. Hey, oh. Mr. Laurinaitis, Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle was... Uh, was revealed as the raw general manager, the anonymous raw general manager. Yep. How do you feel about this? Well, would you have any insight for us, any sort of background? Well, obviously, if all of my legions of fans didn't like it, then I don't care for it. But if they thought it was a hoot and a holler, I was behind the whole thing. Well, first and foremost, I should probably point out, Mr. Laurinaitis, I'm sure you have tons of legions of fans and not legions of fans. Uh, but, um, psh. How dare you? I'm sorry. I just got carried. I came in here showing character range, trying to impress all of you comedians. And I shot you down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I... You've been mean to me in the past. You've shoved things up my ass. No, Mr. Laurinaitis, please. Uh, this, you're, this is a huge scoop to have you with us today. Uh, I think a lot of people are a little bit disappointed that Hornswoggle was, uh, was revealed as the general manager. I was the general manager, but instead they think it's funny... To poke fun at that type of power by putting a little midget in there instead. So you were supposed to be revealed as the raw general manager. Of course, I own a BlackBerry. I own a laptop. Uh, I you're tweet. Always, you're always tweeting and texting on I'm it. I'm tweeting and texting it's on a it. Tweet, a twist and text. I'm a twixter. Well. Why couldn't it be me? I could have been the guy. It wasn't Kevin Nash. It wasn't, uh. I mean, there was a Scott long, Hall. there was a long laundry list of people that were. It wasn't that it Dink could've... the Clown. Who? Dink. I think it's supposed to be Doink. No, there's a midget one. It's Dink. Oh, that's right. That's correct. It wasn't Naked Midian. Ugh. God. Did I bum you out? Yeah, it really bummed me I'm out. I'm sorry. Had, I hadn't thought about that in a long time. You Look, know what? Look. Hornswoggle was a mistake. I think all my fans want to see me come back in as general manager. Well, maybe in the next couple of weeks we'll see that. Will we be seeing you at any upcoming pay-per-views? Uh, yes. I'm going to be on... Uh, Baba Booey's uh, latest pay-per-view. All right, okay. Thank you Baba very Booey, much. Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. I can't believe he just wanted to say Baba Booey on the air a whole bunch of times. Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. please. Oh, my God. Baba Booey. He's literally rolling around on his back like a turtle. <laughs> oh, that's not good. I think he's going to throw his back out. Well, I what a scoop. What a scoop. What a scoop. Uh... All right. Well, there's there's a lot of other things that's gone on this week that we gotta we gotta get to, and we gotta talk about some big news on our end, some very exciting news that uh, Steve and myself are going to Phoenix. 
Arizona. Yeah, we've got this great convention that's going on. <laughs> it's for podcast technicians, and we'll get to check out all these new different kinds of mics. And uh, I'm just kidding. We're going to Money in the Bank. Woo! Yes, it's going to be totally rad, especially the 8 to 15 hour drive there. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> how many pit stops are we going to make? I thought we were going to be sunbathing the whole way. Oh, all right. Well, that's fair. Uh, so we're just going to have to cut open a moonroof in now, my Honda Fit. Scott, I know that we're going. I know very little about the arena. You've been to this place I've been before. to the uh, U.S. Airways arena? Something uh, like that. You went for WrestleMania, correct? Nope. Uh, you went for a wrestling pay-per-view, correct? Correct! Thank you. Thank SummerSlam you. 2003 is when I went there. And this is the first time you met Vince McMahon, right? Uh, first and only. Uh, oh, besides, besides all the times he's on the show. Uh, well, I only meet a guy once. Yeah, yeah, first and only. He time. knows who I am. Yeah. I met him back in 2003. You don't just... On his birthday. You reacquaint yourselves when you meet, after you I, met I someone. met him the day after his birthday, to be completely honest. What a birthday gift to him. Yeah, right? Uh, didn't you... Some skinny, pale uh, kid with a awful hairdo you and showed a him terrible a picture, beard. Though, right? I and, remember uh, the story. And uh, uh, wearing a Matt Hardy version one shirt. Wow. You know, it's been a while. You I'll know what? I'm sure there. immediately Vince McMahon was like, oh, so that's where that one t-shirt went. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I was saying like, hey, man, push Christian. Where's a Christian shirt? I want Christian merchandise. And what do we have today? Uh... Yeah, there's a Christian shirt. There's a Christian shirt. <laughs> I totally forgot. Oh, uh, Christian, uh, the wrestler shirt. There's plenty yes. of Christian shirts out there. Yes. Thanks, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, the Jesus King of Kings, but it looks like the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. <laughs> With a sledgehammer. <laughs> Get me down from here. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to Money in the Bank, and we have a lot of cool stuff lined up. Um, we're going to go, and we have a couple of leads, so we hope to score some interviews. Um, if you're going to be at Money in the Bank and you're listening to this now, or if you have a friend that you know is going to the Money in the Bank, you should have him tweet us. Hey, maybe we'll come and talk to you for the show. Maybe we'll get your thoughts, your, your, your uh, pre-show man thoughts. The, man on the street. And yes. that street is the arena. Yeah, we'll have some uh, traveling equipment with us. We're going to be uh, paper in the event. Maybe we'll get a sign and tour there. Hey, if you get a, an, a curtain jerk sign on the podcast, we'll call you. Tell you what. Oh, we're no, putting on this the out podcast. There now. How about on the pay-per-view? What did I say? On the podcast. <laughs> hey, if you get a curtain jerk sign on the podcast, that's pretty impressive and mildly scary because you burst <laughs> in the headquarters, got past Hogan, and maneuvered through Swagger and got in here. But if you get uh, a sign of curtain jerks at a live event, we'll call you and uh, talk to you on the show. Ooh, can we do that? I'm putting that out there. Yeah, we're doing that. We what? talked to J.J. Dillon. That's incredible. Scott, you just made that up on the spot, and that's a great idea. Hey, I'm putting it out there. But we're going to be at the event, so tweet us if you want to talk to us, and we're going to be meeting, uh, hopefully, a bunch of new fans, and we're going to be getting some uh, wrestler interviews. And since we're going to be there, if you, wanna, if you want some of your favorite wrestlers, some of your... Not the TNA guys. They're not going to be there. They're not going to be interested. <laughs> but if you're ambitious, try it anyway. Yeah, give some Mojo a text and let them know that we're going to be around in Phoenix. Uh, tweet your favorite WWE wrestlers and let them know that Curtain Jerks is in town and that you want to hear them on our podcast. It would mean a lot to us. Yeah, it would mean a lot to us. And, and let them know and, and put us in there. Put the at Curtain Jerks on there in case you're new to Twitter or you're Brett. And so you know what's going on. I like it. I like it. But we're going to have a lot of fun. So we're going we're gonna to go through the card right now. Just this is my first out-of-state pay-per-view. I don't know. We still get to use the same currency, right? Uh, we actually have to get WWE money. Oh, WWE bucks? Uh-huh. Well, bucks? Wee bucks. Wee bucks. Okay, so here's the card uh, as it is uh, as of this recording. This is on Wednesday where we're recording. So, WWE Tag Team Championship match. R-Truth and Kofi Kingston versus... Hunico and Epicac. Whoa, get out of here. No, wait, Camacho, Camacho. That is worth the HD admission, ladies and gentlemen. HD admission? Yeah, on the old pay-per-view. Oh, I see. Hey, that's the one they're putting on Facebook. What? Are they going to be streaming Money in Bank on the... uh, Oh, this is the Facebook pre-show. Yes, this is... Brought to you by Facebook. This is the the fluffer to get you all excited to get in that uh, action. I think the term you were going to use was engorged, right, Scott? Yeah, that's right. Engorged for the main event? Yeah, it gets you totally engorged. So I am... Uh, so excited to be looking for my seat as this goes on. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be fun though. Those uh, Kofi Kingston aren't true. They have good matches. This is you know that's maybe I can the finally learn who Hunico and Camacho are. Maybe you're I'll not finally gonna, be able to tell. You're the not going to learn, Scott. You're not no? going to learn. You want to know why? Because we're going to be starting CM Punk uh, chants on the escalators. Oh, that's true. Uh, and I'm glad that they continue the the tag team race war. Yeah, they just. You can't let uh, you can't let them get together. You know, no. you can't you can't mix things up. You got to have. Uh, 
duo teams of a race versus another duo team of a race. You can't let the Skrull and the Kree team up. Then they just destroy Earth, you know? Yeah. Then the Avengers couldn't even stop them. Yeah, and then Reed Richards is still lame. <laughs> That's because his, his arms are so wiggly. And he's got gray hair. Hey, <laughs> nothing wrong with gray hair. Okay? Yeah, there's a little bit something wrong. Then we got the Money in the Bank match for the World Heavyweight Championship contract with Dolph Ziggler versus Christian versus Tensai versus Santina Morella versus Damian Sandow versus Tyson's Tyson Kidd versus Sin Cara versus Cody Rhodes. That's incredible. That sounds all. That sounds like too many people. But I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be looking forward to it. I'm. I'm gonna be looking forward to it. <laughs> so who are you calling? Who wins it? Uh, jeez. Uh, could you read them all again? Yeah, I sure could. <laughs> no, I'm not just gonna. <laughs> uh, we were talking about this the other day about true. The, you could pretty much be excited by anybody winning it. It's like, oh my god, Damian Sandow. Oh my god, Tyson Kidd. Oh my god, Christian. Oh my god. Cody Rhodes. Oh my god. <laughs> Who's left? Anyway, I think uh, I don't know. I don't have a. I don't. Once I get there, I'll probably pick somebody because someone will do something in their entrance that really captures my attention. And I'll be like, "That's the like one." Like waves to you. Yeah. When they. Whoa, that was to me. When they point and wave at me, or when they take my curtain jerk sign and rip it in half, I'll be like, "No, not that guy." No, I don't care for you, Tyson Kidd. You're yeah. just a dick. Uh, the word is that everybody thinks Tyson Kidd's gonna steal the show. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that's also because he keeps saying he's gonna steal the show. Oh, I see. But if he steals the show, I think the police are going to know where to find him because he admitted it. So, play-by-play commentator, will you make a pick? <laughs> uh, I'd, I would love to see Christian win. Okay. Or Cody Rhodes. Oh, jeez. Or all the competitors. Bye, they're all good you know athletes. Uh, I would love to see Sin Cara win because I, I think that it would be absolutely horrendous. Like, it would be like, what do you do? <laughs> how, how do we crash this train into a plane? <laughs> like, you just can't do it. Well, I... Oh, unless you take some sort of light rail to the airport. Uh, just saying, WWE. Just saying. Well, I, I'm uh, Christian's one of my favorite guys of all time, but I think I I feel the overwhelming urge to just be a total dick at the show and root for Tensai the entire time. Ah, of course, that was the one I didn't say. Tensai would be great with the. Uh, what color is this? Uh, what color is this briefcase? Is it red? Oh, uh, it's gonna be blue. It's gonna be blue. Think about that. Yeah, maybe you'll have some blue BVDs for Brett. Oh man. So I uh, chances are I'm gonna be rooting for Tensai. You're gonna hear a lot of quiet after Sincard crashes and burns, except for us going. Money in the bank for the WWE title contract: Big Show versus Jericho versus Kane versus John Cena. Red briefcase. Hmm. <laughs> yep. It's better than a suitcase. That would be weird. It'd be just gigantic. Like yeah. Like to carry a big old suitcase around. And with the wheels on it. <laughs> that, God, squeak, that'd squeak, be squeak, fucking squeak, awful. Squeak, squeak, Those squeak, things look like giant fanny packs with wheels. They do. Anyway, good thing they don't keep the contract in there. Well, what's your pick on this one? Well, I can't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit there and go, well, there's no way that Cena's not going to win it. You don't think he's going to win? I, I mean, you don't I think, think he's... Shit. I, don't know I think he is going to win it. I'm going to be rooting for Kane. I'd like to see Kane win it. Jericho would be fine winning it, too. I'm okay with that. But I think, again, like the overwhelming urge of nobody's going to be cheering for Kane. Let Kane hear a couple cheers of like, <laughs> yeah, man. Come on, Kane. Grab that thing. <laughs> we should also point out that uh, when Scott gets to any sort of pay-per-view, he turns into like a Memphis barbecue maker. <laughs> Come on now. Slap them ribs up good and lay them on the griddle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the only time he's out of the kitchen. But- oh, my biscuits. <laughs> I yeah, I'd love to see Kane. I I think it wouldn't be. Oh, he'll be there. Oh yeah, will he? Oh yeah. good. I think uh, with if Cena wins, I think you we have the chance of him just cashing in that night. I don't see him mm-hmm. them prolonging that. Which does he real seem, honorable, real respectful. Yeah, everybody's real tired. hustly. Yeah. No, maybe he'll he'll wait till Raw or something. All right. So who you picking? Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with Big Show. All right. I'd like to see Big Show Steve, win. Steve's going for Big Show. Next up, we got. World Heavyweight Championship title match, Sheamus versus Alberto Del Rio. Uh, I looked at this today and I went, "Oh yeah, they're actually going to do that." Damn, because <laughs> I, I don't really want to. I don't really. Yeah, wanna as soon watch as he that. said it, I was like, "Can we skip this one?" Yeah, can we fast forward? Yeah, oh, no, no. no, we're live. No. We're live. I, I think they're both entertaining to watch. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it'll be all right. I'm gonna skip forward into the future. Uh, later on in this podcast, we're gonna talk about Destination X. True. And so there's a moment when we're talking about Destination uh, Destination X later on where uh, there's this move that Mason Andrews does for the pinfall True. against Kid Cash, 
which looks awesome. And he takes a kick that it looks like, and he turns it into a schoolboy pinfall. Yeah, he, he grabbed that kick. Yeah, he grabbed that kick, and he did this really cool, like, weird side flip. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to see somebody do to Sheamus. I think Alberto Del Rio could do it because he does that sort of really cool uh, cross arm bar. Mm-hmm. If he could do that with a leg, I think that would be really cool. Like, that thing's he, a ham hock. You seeing the size of that leg? That's not a ham hock. That's like one of the beef uh, fucking hanging corpses from Rocky. Oh, that's right. One of the beef hanging corpses. <laughs> yeah, what do they call it in a, in a stock house? Uh, sock house? Stockyard. Uh, sock house. <laughs> sock house. I'm in a sock house. But uh, I want to I think Alberto Del Rio, they, I, can they workshop this? Can I tell them how to do moves? <laughs> Probably. I'd, it'd be cool. They might not listen. No, I don't think they're going to listen. I, I'm saying what would make that match for me is if Alberto Del Rio, somehow they do a reversal on that broke kick. Because that broke kick looks cool. I want to see somebody. Remember the first time you ever saw Kurt Angle? Uh, get out of the ankle lock. Yes. When people would put it on him. Yes. It was like, whoa, this is really cool. Yes. Because he's so decimating when he uses it. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Sorry, I got excited for the next match. But I will say, yes, it sounds like it's going to be entertaining, but I'd like to see a stipulation in which Sheamus has to wear a tuxedo. Because there's some match beforehand where, uh, where Ricardo Rodriguez uh, beat him, so then Sheamus is hindered by having to wear a tuxedo. Uh, he looks He looks like a, a Scottish James Bond. Irish. Celtic. Oh, what did I say? <laughs> Welsh. <laughs> and then our main event, unless John Cena gets to be in the main event again. <laughs> Which he will be. Yeah. WWE Championship match, CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan with special guest referee AJ. Ooh. I'm excited for this. This is a great match. Oh, that's going to be good. I think this is going to be really fantastic. That's that, that doesn't even matter what happens at that match. People getting kissed. Uh, ladies falling through tables. It's all good. I'm looking forward to it. I just thought of something. Uh, hear me out, Scott. Okay. What if John Cena does win the red briefcase and he somehow uses it for SummerSlam against Punk? Would that be uh, Would that be weird? No. Play last year? No, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, that's a good. That'd be a good main event. Uh, yeah, because we're going in that too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Up next, uh, we've got. Oh, this was huge. This is this is probably even bigger than Money in the Bank of, of us going there. Oh, don't Scott, don't tease it. me. I'm gonna say it because Steve, love is in the air. <laughs> it's not just your burrito breath. Oh, okay, love is in the air. All right. This last week on Impact, Madison Rain has had a crush on a mysterious superstar, or a wrestler, or some personality amongst TNA for a long time. Turns out... Wait, are you telling me another secret was revealed this week on wrestling? Yes. Many secrets revealed. Madison Rain has a huge, irresistible, can't-control-herself crush on Earl Hebner. Get out of town. I can't. Not until Sunday. Jeez Louise. She she had such a big crush on him, she went to the ring after a matchup and kissed him right on Earl's velvety lips jeez don't ever say that again well i think we gotta call him you want to no but i think we got to no i don't think oh our phone's ringing our wait wait are, yeah who no one ever calls us uh, uh wait check the caller id all right um i don't know how to do this hogan does all this oh uh, where's he today what the hell is going on look it's so hot today no one came into work Dude, brett didn't even show up today yeah oh by the way guys brett isn't here today <laughs> You guys are dumbasses. Oh, we just showed up oh, for two seconds. look at what? that. Oh, come on. Uh, well, I guess oh, it's we'll just, just been ringing this entire time. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Uh, hello, curtain jerks. Hi, guys. Oh, wow, that's weird. Hey, Earl. Hey, what's what's up, Hey, Joe? Earl, Earl Hebner's calling us. Earl, we were just about to call you. Yeah, you're talking about my, my sick pimp skills? <laughs> Are we talking about your sick pimp skills? Well, I, I guess so. That it, It's been revealed that Madison Rain has a huge crush on you. Madison Wayne kissed me right on my pucker. <laughs> on your what? Kissed me right on my pucker. On your pecker? On my pucker. On your pucker? Oh, is that... Oh, how very over footish of you. She kissed me right on my whips. Yeah, that's got to feel pretty good, right, Earl? Uh, 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 Oh, yeah, it felt real good. It felt real good. Earl, are you lounging back right now with your hands behind your head? Uh, uh, no. Earl, what's the feeling like backstage? I'm sure a lot of the wrestlers really like Madison Rain, and they they wanted to be kissing her on her pucker, but it's you. 
She is a really beautiful lady, and I like to think that I'm the kind of guy who she can totally open up to. And she's got to be careful if she's going to be wearing that chainmail skirt around. <laughs> why is that, or why has she got to be careful if she's wearing a chainmail skirt? If she doesn't be careful with that chainmail skirt and dry it off, it's going to rust. <laughs> dry it off? Oh, Earl, are you saying what I think you're saying? Well, I'm just another guy wearing some Weebok tubes who's hanging out and saying it like it is. <laughs> well, Earl, she's made it clear that she has a crush on you, which is... Great, in this day and age that a woman approaches a man, so what's the next move? Are you going to take the next move? Are you going to let her take the next move? Next move? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the next move. Like, you're not just done with the kiss, right? Uh, what are you implying? Next move? You mean I have to do something else? Earl, this can't be that new to you. You have a kid. He's also a referee. Brian. Brian Hepner, my son. Wait, you have to know that there's more than kissing a girl, Earl. What are you talking about? <laughs> Earl, this can't be a revelation to you. You have a son. Sometimes, when a man and a woman like each other very much, they put their hands out in front of them, <laughs> and they grab each other at the elbows, and they yeah. kiss. Yeah, and then? Brian Hepner, my son. <laughs> no, no, you missed like, at least like six or seven steps. Believe me on this, I've read a book. Well, let me see. Hands out in front of you. <laughs> grabbing each other at the elbows. Kissing on each other's peckers. Rusty squirts. Madison Wayne. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Earl. Oh, me and Madison Wayne grabbing each other's elbows. <laughs> no, Earl. Earl, there's, there's arms, more to this. Arms like the pot spitting into each other's mouths. Yeah. Earl, look, okay, I, you know, maybe we'll reveal it after the show or we'll write you an email, but look, we're very excited for you here at the show and we're hoping all the best, but we just, one, one final question would be, uh, how the fuck do you not know how it fucking works, Earl? Like, I'm going to be honest, how do you not get it? It's, it's, it's on my mind. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you say fucking? Yes. You mean screwing? <laughs> yeah. I screwed wet. Oh, okay, all Damn right. Damn right I did it. All right, Earl, all right. Bye. Uh, okay, bye, Earl. What a weirdo. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, you know, hey, I'm all for profanity, but I, it just, it was there. Uh, it's no, at the it's, forefront of no, my no, mind. It's fine, Scott. Can I ask a couple questions about our, uh, Earl Hepner? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, was he well, always a joke? Was he always a joke? I think no. there was a time where he was kind of a legendary status. You'd see him in all yeah. the main events in mm-hmm. WWE. And, Very much so. And then just over time, he's sort of become this sort of, uh, he's gone from like a Lord of the Rings uh, a dwarf, like a badass sort of warrior, to some sort of goblin creature. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's gotten really old. Okay, I guess that's mortality for you. Steve, I got a question for you. Yeah, what's now, up? Now, this is something that I uh, Steve doesn't know about this. I'm, I'm going to show him here. Uh, here's, a, uh, here's a lady wrestler right Ooh, here. Wow. Yeah. What do you think of this? Her name is... Um, uh, Amanda, the bloodthirsty vixen. Huh? Ah, it's very attractive. Is All there right. any other pictures? Yeah, there's another picture right there. Ah, Miss Lucha Lord. Yeah, huh? I mean, I know you're in a relationship, but what do you think of this? What do you think of this lady here? Oh, she got exposed to Indie Insider, Maria yeah. Moreno. Yeah, there's a there's a picture here where she's got her shirt open and she's just barely covering her bosoms. Uh, those are some bosoms. Steve, uh, if you weren't in a relationship, what do you what do you say? I'd have to say no. You're going to say no. Yeah, I don't like women that can overpower me physically. All right. Is that the only thing? Otherwise, is she a beautiful lady? Yeah, I'd assume so. Uh, she well, seems pretty nice. Uh, well, she is actually the first transgender wrestler that there is. Well, she's <laughs> more power to her. <laughs> I feel like if there's any industry that would be welcoming of transgender or to somehow exploit it, it would be professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I, I did the old uh, bear trap there for Steve, and Steve did not fall for it. I've got a very high attuned ability to judge. I, I mean, I'm sorry, to gauge. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, that that came out extremely hateful. I apologize. <laughs> well, I can judge you. How? How? Uh, that's the first I've never heard of a a transgender woman uh, competing in professional wrestling before. I uh, I can imagine a lot of people. I uh, imagine all the terrible things you've said at live events, Scott. Oh, uh, 
That's just practically all I say. Like even the popcorn vendor, just like, horrendous venom, like stuff that makes like parents turn around and be like, "Jesus, buddy, my kids are here." It's yeah, like, well, your kid's a pig fucker too. Yeah, and then like popcorn vendors are just like quietly shake their heads while handing us uh, goods and services. <laughs> they also refinance our houses at live events. Anyway, uh, it's already to make that uh, to make the leap as transgender is already pretty difficult. But if you're going into the actual sort of realm of constant heckling for professional wrestling, it's it's got to be pretty brave, I think. Yeah, that's really brave. I I, I saw that uh, she did an interview, and whether or not she only wrestles women, she wrestles all comers, men and women. Uh, and I'd be very interested in to watch some of Amanda the Bloodthirsty Vixen's wrestling matches because uh, that's a first, and that's pretty gutsy to go in a world of, of carnies and go, hey. This hey is but it's a gutsy career. I think if you're going in, you're, 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 you're already risking physical harm. The mental. He's doing it anyway. Yeah, hey, hey, you've already been through enough pain as it is. Yeah, right. Apparently so. Uh, so East Coast or West Coast? Uh, I don't. Oh, where does where does uh, Amanda wrestle? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't uh, go go that far. But Steve is a smart fellow with his keen eye, knowing a lady when he sees one, and knowing a nip tuck when he sees one too. Well, to be honest, bear traps are bear traps. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, all right. Uh, up next. Is time for... Man, fuck you, Scott. That was a double <laughs> movie trap. <laughs> I was wondering what was going to on you. Uh, jerk tweets. It is time for jerk tweets. Ah, uh, hit me. Hopefully okay. these are not thinly veiled messages from my parents <laughs> telling me to get a real job. <laughs> no. To get a real job. At Brian Spoon 79 says, So Hornswoggle was revealed as the anonymous GM. You know who I'd really like to see is uh, comment on this? Booker T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. What did, is going on? Did I get that right? I think you did. Who would you have it revealed to be? Ah. Uh, I guess John Laurinaitis seemed like a pretty good pick for a while. You know, whatever they were building up for the pay-per-view, whoever they had on the docket, I would have been fine with. Yeah? You want to be Shawn Michaels? I let it be Shawn Michaels. I uh, want to be Vince McMahon? I let it be Vince McMahon. You know who I, I... I had a guess this entire time ever since it started. Uh, this is true, and, and it's I, a terrible fucking guess. It is a good guess, and it would have been nice to see the guy back on television. You know, it would have been like a it, it would have been like a techno thriller if that had been true. Hey, I believe a James Patterson novel. I believed it to be Draws. This is true. He on several occasions, Scott would yell at the TV screen, "You fools! It's obviously Draws. <laughs> it is. It's Draws. He's the Draw general manager. Who else has that much time to type an email? They're." Uh, who, who, but, who but draws? Yeah. <laughs> who but draws? Uh, it would have been nice if draws back on TV, but instead it's Hornswoggle. That's why I would have revealed I it mean, to be. I mean, who better than draws? <laughs> who but draws? Who but draws? At Z Shoe says, what is the stupidest piece of wrestling merchandise that you bought for yourself, and why did you buy it? Uh, I'll go first, because okay. I'm sure yours is way better than mine. I don't know. I bought a... Uh, Extra, extra, extra large, like, nylon uh, Stone Cold hunting shirt. But it was like... the How many extras? Three? I think it was huge because it was the first time I'd ever seen a wrestling shirt. And I just started watching wrestling. And I was in high school. And I was like, oh, man. I was like in a Ross dress for less. And I was like, oh, cool Stone Cold. And had half (laughs) his face and the other half was a skull. And it had, like, the the woodland camo for hunting and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was just a big, gigantic jersey. And uh, and then I, like, I bought it for, I don't know, six bucks. And then I looked, I remember getting home and being putting it on and being like, I can never wear this. Why would I ever <laughs> wear this? This is a cape. And so it turned into a girlfriend sleep shirt. Oh, wait, you say a girlfriend sleep shirt. That sounds like rotating. So when oh, no, no, like, my, you held on to the shirt. My high school girlfriend and I used to watch wrestling. She had a big crush on Edge. Oh, my Durango, up and down to five. I don't think they were singing that song yet. I oh. think it was uh, the I th- You Think You Know Me song. Oh, and you did. Gee, for me, this is tough. Because, again, I you think everything. You a lot of shit, and you like a lot of it, too. I know. That's like, how, it's not stupid to you. Yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> that came out wrong. <laughs> no, but it's true. <laughs> you like your fucking psycho girlfriend, but she's not psycho to me. Yeah, she's. She's a great gal. <laughs> so, I, hey, me, all that stupid shit you're buying, you think it's cool? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, the dumbest thing, though, a little bit in the same vein of what you did, is I bought uh, 
a Hulk Hogan tie-dyed tank top. Yeah, well, oh, that's cool. That's uh, when you're at the store. A oh, Hulk Hogan, yeah. Oh, tie dye. This is great. Yeah, Hulkamania, tie dye, tank top. Boy, that'd be cool and relaxing and breezy. Yeah, but what if it's hot? Uh, well, d- number one, I have a lot of body shame. I'm not really proud of the physique that I currently it's possess. It's washing over me right now. It's it's not good news. And to expose more of it, also not good news. It's spindly. Uh, the best way to describe Scott would be. Uh, bar- <laughs> barring any House of a Thousand Corpses references to the giant, <laughs> but shrunk to a normal size, right? Would be uh, he'd be like the guy who says something really fucked up when you run into a bunch of rednecks, like in the back. Like he'd be the guy wearing the tank top and be like, "I could teach you how to pleasure that horse." <laughs> like so, he'd be that guy. And then there'd be like, "Shut up, Cletus." There'd be the other like his stronger brothers. That, that yeah, sense? that's about right. By the way, we're making a movie about <laughs> redneck uh, hillbillies. Well, so I bought that tank top, and I put it on, and I immediately went, I can't wear this outside with any sort of pride or dignity. Do you still anything. have it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I'll wear it. Uh, no, it's mine. <laughs> I fucking bought that. It's mine. I spent $12 on that thing. <laughs> At Jacko15021976 oh, says... Oh, uh, wait, best? No, it's all the best. You know what? Your best purchases or your worst purchases? No, that's another jerk tweet for another time. Another day. Uh... Uh, Jacko says, uh, soon Raw will be going to three hours long. Will it do the same mistakes as Nitro by giving pay-per-view style matches for free? I hmm. don't know. I have to wait till it goes to three hours. <laughs> well, that's true. So you're not going to speculate beforehand. No, oh, no you know, I, speculation. I, think, I remember we talked about this briefly. I think that this is great because they have such a, everyone's like, oh, their roster is so, uh, uh, what's a tide pool? Shallow? Shallow. <laughs> what's it? For shallow. For shallow. It's like, oh, the talent roster is so shallow. It's like, hey, what about all the guys we never see? Or they have all those developmental guys. You don't have to bring guys up. You can just sort of – they have a lot of people who are willing to work hard, I think. And you have an, you have an extra hour. You're going to have weird sketches and stuff, but you're also going to get a couple, a few more matches and a few mm-hmm. more guys are going to really try to prove themselves. This is based on a complete outsider's perspective. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think it's a pretty good idea to have longer matches. I don't think you should do a bunch of title matches where you give stuff away. So it's, you know, why order the pay-per-view when you can just watch it on TV? If you find the balance. I think the one part that sucks is it's the burnout factor. I I don't know if it's the Nitro thing anymore because there's not a three-hour... There's not all of these shows on, but there's still enough shows on where there's only so much time I have. Like, if I'm supposed to watch your stuff on Netflix, if I'm supposed to watch... The TV shows, if I'm supposed to do all these other things, like, there's not all this time. There's a, a commitment as a wrestling fan. I just got a girlfriend. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. You have a you have a, a, a commitment as a wrestling fan to get as much information, to read the websites, to sort of be like, hey, I'm informed. Yeah. I hate, I, I hate it. <laughs> I mean, it's a good chance to fast forward through more stuff that you don't want to watch. Right? So if there's a guy that you're like, nope. Oh, yeah, but then you have, I think, for as, as much as people are going to say there's more to this, like, you're going to get more opportunities to have that stuff shine through. I would fear that when they try and do a special episode, they didn't do a four-hour episode. Well, we're a year away from the eight-hour episode of Raw. Oh, boy. At WWE, Quote Freak says, Please bring back the grab bag segment. Miss them so much. All right. Noted. We will bring it back. We have a jerk tweet that we're going to read this week, but we'll use it for that next week. Uh and uh, she You guys are dumbasses. I get to participate on that one. That was <laughs> right. just a soundbite that Brett pre-recorded for right. this show. That's his greeting to everyone. Yeah. Uh, uh, she, she also says, taking what you said to heart, listening to all former episodes, can't stop laughing. Smiley face. Hey. That's very nice. Uh, and what's the question? Uh, the question is, who do you think the worst wrestler and best pure wrestler are in history? Uh, I, I got this. I got Thanks. this. Thanks. Okay. I have a limited understanding of rosters, wrestling, and the difference between people. Okay. In my opinion... Uh, Bret Hart! (laughs) Wow, you're going with the worst wrestler, huh? Bret Hart? (laughs) Yeah, he's the worst. All right. Uh, Worst wrestler, in my opinion... And I I like everybody that that goes and and wrestles like, "Eh, you're hurting yourselves for a living. For my money, I enjoy that. I love a good car wreck. But a guy that just wasn't... (laughs) Never did anything for me. Never connected. Always just like seemed like he was doing it for the paycheck and didn't ever give a shit. Chuck Palumbo. And that's not just necessarily his wrestling skill. It's just like nothing ever clicked with that guy. Like it wasn't ever wrestling skill. I can't really judge it. But a guy that just I didn't ever really dig. 
was Palumbo. Man, Scott, that is harsh. New Blood Rising, more like old bloodletting. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then the best but, just, pure but, wrestler. But Scott, he best did... pure wrestler. I'm gonna say Colin Delaney. But who? Colin Delaney, the guy who won the Olympics. No, no, no. Colin Delaney was uh, Tommy Dreamer's uh, that little skinny kid in ECW oh. with the long hair. The little punk kid, like a Zach Gowan, but with both legs. I'm thinking of... Best I, pure I, wrestler. You keep saying that. All I'm thinking is Mikey Whipwreck. Look him up. Best pure wrestler. I'll look him up while, Thanks, I'm, while, I'm, while I'm explaining my own point. <laughs> uh, because uh, I think that guy's a virgin. So he's... I think he's the only virgin in wrestling. So Colin Delaney is the best pure. Well, what if Tim Debo makes the jump this year at WrestleMania? Is he a virgin? Yeah, apparently. Really? Unless Katy Perry deflowered him. Ooh, topical. Could <laughs> get... A lot more listeners because I mentioned Katy Perry on today's show. Oh, yeah. We got to put that in the search terms. There you go. There's a Colin Delaney for you right there. Hey, I like the way that he's pointing at us. <laughs> See? Virgin. Pure wrestler. Best pure wrestler. That's not one of the young bucks? No. <laughs> no, it is not. So do you got... you got? Uh... Oh, pure wrestler. Gotcha. Uh, oh, boy. God, you're a smart one. I was about to say, though, Palumbo uh... did... Uh, he did um, pretend to do dudes. For a long time. Just one. He was in a monogamous relationship. It was Billy. Yeah. I think, I mean, that was, that's got to be pretty rough to go through. I mean, hey, this is, this is your assignment. I'm going to do it. But Billy was the money gay wrestler in that tag team. All right. It wasn't uh, Chuck. I, I can go with, I, the best pure wrestler for me that I really enjoyed watching was Kurt Angle. I think every, Ooh, he nice. was one of those, I never saw a bad match with him. And my favorite match with him actually was one on Raw where it was him and Flair. And I remember oh, watching yeah. it with a friend of mine, and he said he hated every moment of it. And I loved it because it was violent, <laughs> there was blood, it was hilarious, and it was also kind of scary. Like, it was one of those ones where it went all the, across. The ball grab, right? Like, that's when. It had everything. Yeah. It, it was like, uh, who's going to win? This is a great match. And it shouldn't have been on Raw. It should have been on a pay-per-view. Uh-oh. Oh. What happened? If that had been a three-hour Raw, it would have started already. You would have hated everything. Yeah. But, uh, and then worst, come on. Who am I to judge? I can't even lift up a kettlebell without pulling out my own groin. I literally pull out my own groin. (laughs) At Release the Kraken says, did you guys watch Destination X? Most of it. Yeah, a good chunk. We did. Uh, I missed the Bully Ray match. Yes. There wasn't one. Oh. Was there? I don't think so. What did you think? I liked it. I did as well. I thought it was one of their... It was an amazing pay-per-view. And then it goes on to say, at Release the Kraken... um, I was surprised to see Aries win the title. What about you? I was shocked. Were you? Yeah. Did I you didn't think they were going to do that it. rude thing? Hey, they didn't give it to James Storm, which he seemed like the sort of stone cold, like, super build. If anybody was going to get it, it was going to be him. And I think I, they can still do some stuff with James Storm. I don't think oh, it was I, the end of the line for I him. I do, too. But I thought since they passed him, like, it, it was, the rude was just going to keep going. Oh, and then they were just going to go back into the rotation and it might just fall into someone else's hands. Someone else. Like, they were going to build somebody else, and I didn't think Austin Aries would be the guy. But I think they did a tremendous job of building up the X Division title and that, you know, the storyline of every year you can cash it in for that opportunity and make the first guy do it. Much like a Money in the Bank sort of deal where that that first moment where the first guy cashes it in, edge, and it means something. I thought they just delivered, delivered through and through. uh, Clarify for me, if they can cash in the X Division title for a title shot at Mm -hmm. at Destination X, if you have the title. Yes, I think that's really cool. I missed uh, Scott explained to me all the promos while they were happening. Because I've been wanting to talk about Claire and AJ and Dixie Carter, and Steve hasn't watched any Impact, hasn't read anything. This is really I've really been way behind on all of my fellow TNA jerks. Stuff. I've been itching to talk about this, but I'd just be explaining it to him. And also, Brett's been gone, and Laurenitis is no fun, and you know, Swagger's crying. And I love I love Impact, and I was really glad that we got to see this pay per view. I loved uh, I hadn't seen the Destination X. Uh, uh, pay-per-view since a long time. I think the last one <laughs> since I, a long time. Since a long time. But I think the last one I saw had the Motor City machine guns in it uh, serving ice cream. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it was really long time ago. Um, but I really, I didn't I didn't know that it was such a tournament style. I thought before it was just like, yeah, we're just going to have a giant X hanging above the ring or we're just going to have a bunch of it was it was great, like the the whole system. And it was a like friend a king of the, of the ring building up to a battle royale, right? Yeah, it was and really f- cool. And friend of the show, Scorpio Sky, who I wasn't around when this happened, but you guys interviewed him. Yeah, when you went to NWA Hollywood, uh, he did a tremendous job. He wrestles in TNA as Mason Andrews, but he's NWA Hollywood wrestler Scorpio Sky. Had 
awesome matches. He had he was in three matches that night, and he did he did great. He did Gets really cool. The opening match uh, to get the spot to wrestle in, in the X division uh, match, brutal and match with against Kid Cash. Kid Cash, and then in the the uh, X division match, he delivers, and he was great in NWA Hollywood. And it's really great to see him at a pay per view. Like it was, it was. I kind of felt like I had nothing. Hey, to that's do my with, boy. Yeah, I had nothing to do with it, but I was <laughs> like, yeah, God, I saw that guy live in L.A. This is fantastic. It's cool to see see him win. And if you want to go back and hear that interview of that the guys did with him, uh, it's the episode live from NWA Hollywood. You can go back and hear uh, the guys talking to Scorpio yeah. Sky. Uh, and I, uh, just like I had said earlier in the show, he did this awesome move against Kid Cash mm-hmm. where he flipped this weird kick into a schoolboy roll-up. And it was it's worth checking out. It's really cool. Steve, Batista's got a big surprise. What? I've been hearing about this. He has been tweeting. He's got something big. He's going to reveal. What are your thoughts? Um, is it that he is directing a rap video? That already happened. Okay. Is it that he's in a kung fu film? Oh, you mean the, the man with fisting the iron? an iron man? That's... <laughs> They would get a lot more money with that, I think, actually. <laughs> That's not it? That's not fi- It's no, not fisting no, it's an Iron Man? The man with the iron fist with the RZA. Oh, okay. I saw, we saw the trailer for this. Yeah, that changes the rest of the show. I see you're tearing up all your notes. <laughs> I, uh, this is no good. This I, is no good. I watched this trailer. It was pretty cool. Batista turns into a, like, he looks like he's made out of gold. Kind of turns into, like a ninja scroll sort of thing. Yeah. That guy that turns into stone. And he, But he turns into this gold guy, and he's fucking kicking ass all over the place. Yeah. Pretty cool. It looks like a really cool movie for Batista and like mainstream stuff. My guess is he's gonna go to Comic Con fully dressed in gold uh, and sign autographs and greet fans. How are people gonna know it's him? Uh, because he'll be as wide as Lou Ferrigno. That's true. Uh, and it won't be Lou Ferrigno sitting in a corner looking at the wall, not hearing anybody going, "Hey Lou, hey Lou, hey Lou." But if Batista, hey Lou. but if Batista isn't responding to that, they'll think he is Lou. Oh, I got you. Because it's not his name. Yeah, but one of them's deaf, so Batista will go, shut the fuck up. Power bomb. Yeah. Uh, I also thought his secret is that he's going to debut in WWE as Badoinktista. <laughs> I'm sorry, Badoinktista. Badoinksta. Badoinksta, which uh, is him as Doink, in case anybody didn't get that. <sighs> <laughs> and another thing uh, that we got to talk about. Oh, I got to mention um, this, that Vince McMahon is going all out for the thousandth episode of Raw. Uh, WrestleZone reports that Vince McMahon is going all out. Uh, Vince is forgetting about politics, personal issues, and any heat guys might have had with each other and and wants this to be monumental. So it looks like all bets are off. Oh, so that anybody can show up? Yeah, anybody can show up. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. He'll welcome everybody. Really? Yeah. I thought, I, hey, we're running out of time. We should give him a quick call. Okay. To see if this is true or if this is just, you know, WrestleZone's reporting fake stuff. All right. Let's do it. I'm dialing. Hello? Uh, hi, uh, Mr. McMahon. It's uh, the Curtain Jerks. Oh, oh, it's you guys, huh? You're excited for a thousand episodes? Actually, that, and we're really excited for Money in the Bank this weekend in Phoenix. Oh, Money in the Bank. You never know who's going to pull out a contract. Uh, or a suitcase. What? I mean a briefcase. There's a contract inside of it, though. Yes. Are you giving me guff? Certainly not. I got Mr. a lot of work to do. I got a thousand episodes of television. Okay, yeah. I, How many episodes of this podcast you got? 69. That's gross. Uh, That's disgusting. I wasn't trying to apply anything. You're trying to make a sexual reference. Uh, Mr. McMahon, how many episodes of Curtain Jerks do we have? I don't know. I don't listen to your show. I just told you. How many? 69. That is disgusting. Oh, come on. You're trying to make me say something gross about pubes. Uh, (laughs) Well, I guess pubes are involved. Look, Mr. McMahon, we're at the end of our show. We don't have a lot of time. I should probably ask you... Are there any tidbits? I understand that you're asked. Anyone can come back. All... Anyone can come back. Anyone. I I don't care who you are. I don't have any uh, heat anymore with Macho Man Randy Savage. If he wants to come back, come on back, Macho Man. I think that Mr. would be... Mr. Perfect, I know you got fired a long time ago. <laughs> it's okay. Mr. Perfect, you want to come back for Raw 1000 episodes? You can come on back, Mr. Perfect. I, Mr. Van, I think that might be a Big little difficult. Boss man, <laughs> you gonna make you walk the line because you're serving hard time? You come on back to Raw 1000. Uh, Mr. Van, I think you're gonna have a couple trouble with those and legend if contracts. You want X Pac to come on back? 
X-Pac can come on back. Oh, wait. X-Pac died. <laughs> it's not true, Mr. McMahon. No, X-Pac died. No, X-Pac. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect anybody. X, I'm X-Pac sure is dead. I'm sure you appreciate. I'm sorry to all of Pac's family. I'm sorry to Triple H. I know they were friends for some reason. I don't know why. He's Mr. McMahon, X-Pac, Sean Waltman, X-Pac is fine. He uh, he's is not fine. No, he's, he's. I saw a picture of him the other day. He's dead. No, he's he's fine. He's, he's a, dead. He's he has a very oh. Hall of Fame 2013 <laughs> X Pac. Everybody. Well, all right. Thank you very much, Mr. McMahon. Round one thousand. <laughs> wow, that was. I couldn't get a word in edgewise. I hope that wasn't offensive. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Well, that's it for curtain jerks this week. <laughs> we have uh, a couple plugs to get to. Um, Go to our YouTube.com backslash Curtain Jerks. Go to uh, Facebook.com backslash Curtain Jerks. Go to Twitter.com backslash Curtain Jerks. Every week, send us your jerk tweaks at Curtain Jerks. Hashtag jerk tweaks. We'll read them on the air. And be sure to tweet all of your favorite WWE wrestlers. The second you hear this, that we're going to be at Money in the Bank, Curtain Jerks will be there and that you want to hear them on the podcast. Still going on. If you want to tweet at Real McFoley to let him know that we'd still like to have him on the show as well. And, uh... Jeez, am I forgetting anything else? Oh, thank you to Comedy Podcast Network and to Phil Ranta uh, for having us on, for having uh, hosting Curtain Jerks and uh, listen to other uh, show. I'm just losing it. Yeah, here. no, you're so excited. Uh, there's other shows on the Comedy Podcast Network such yes. as Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast and, and The Fort and Funny Because It's True. And uh, also thanks to Phil Renta. I think I just said that. And uh, thanks to Audible.com. We're excited. We've got a big weekend we coming up. We've got a huge week. There's so much work to do. And hopefully we'll have some videos and new clips for you for next week. And Brett will be back. We'll be back in full force. And uh, uh, until then, I'm Steve, Scott Narvin. I'm Steve Sears. We will see you next week with your ears. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.